I'm Maria Ramsey. And I'm Anna Barnard, and you're listening to Never Wear Boring Socks. And welcome back to Never Wear Boring Socks. And thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode. Today, we're going to follow up on a few different things, a few things that we said we were going to keep you updated on. And then we haven't yet. So we're going to do that today. So some updates on our New Year's resolutions, intentions, a PMA story, an update from a previous guest. And a few other things. But before we get into all that, Anna, what socks are you wearing today? So I am wearing a pair of fuzzy socks. They are striped and they are pink and black. And I wore these socks because it's been really cold lately. And sometimes I just need some fuzzy socks in the morning to kind of keep me cozy. So that's why I chose those socks today. What socks are you wearing, Maria? Good choice. Thank you. My socks may appear boring, but I would like to make the argument that they are not, in fact, boring. They're just gray. No patterns, no fancy stitches or anything. But they're very, very soft. And they're fair trade organic cotton, which is cool. And they also match my shirt and the also the gray is like a nice deep charcoal gray color which i quite like as a color even though it doesn't maybe look very exciting and i picked these socks also kind of because it's cold slash mostly snowy i have a snow day today so i don't have to go to work so i felt like really soft socks were appropriate i like it i like i like the the Deceptively unboring socks. Kind of enjoy. Yeah, that. I feel like it's nice to have socks that have a good story behind exactly. them. Exactly. Yeah, it makes us think about what is and what isn't stereotypically boring in our lives. Exactly. All right, should we get on to some updates, Maria? Yes, I think we should. Alrighty. So, at, let's see, probably at the beginning of um, when we started recording episodes, we said that we would make a donation to the Hispanic Federation's Hurricane Relief Fund for um, every review that we got. And thus far, we've only gotten two reviews, which is a little sad. You all should leave nice reviews for us. We would like to hear your feedback. (laughs) But we have made a donation larger than $2 to the Hispanic Federation. Um, and we just want to say thank you to everyone who has been listening um, and to consider leaving a donation for this organization or just to to keep these people in your thoughts. We, we have made a donation. We have followed up on that. Sorry that we kind of left you in the dark in that for a few weeks. But we did make a donation to the Hispanic Federation Hurricane Relief Fund. Yes, and thank you, like Anna said, thank you to everyone who's been listening, whether or not you left a review, 
extra thanks to anyone who did leave mm-hmm, a review thank or you. does leave a review in the future. Hint, hint. <laughs> <laughs> and in other news, our first guest on the podcast, so our guest from episode number five, Monica Hunter Hart, just released her EP. So you may remember if you listened to that episode that we kind of talked about her EP that she was going to put out in the world, but it wasn't quite out yet. And it is now available for you to listen to. It's really beautiful. I listened to it a little while ago when it came out, and I would highly recommend checking it out. It's called Fault Line Theory, and it's on Bandcamp, and we'll link to it. And you can even hear me playing violin on one song, if you would like to do that. That's the song called Morning Period. I had a lot of fun working on it with Monica, and I think it's a really good song. So check that out. Yeah, I'm excited to listen to it, too. I'm going to have to listen to it soon. Yeah, definitely. And then something else that we've talked a lot about at Never Wear Boring Socks is PMA. And for anyone who doesn't remember what PMA is, first of all, you should go back and listen to our episode on PMA. I think it's like episode two yeah, or something. Yeah, it's like our one first, very first ones. actual episode. Yeah. Right, after our intro. So PMA is Positive Mental Attitude. No, I have to give the PMA Award of the Year. And this happened in 2018. So I'm going to go ahead and give it for 2018, even though we still have 11 (laughs) months left, because I feel like this person just embodied PMA so impressively. So I was on... This is kind of a gross story, but I was on an airplane flying back from Kansas to Massachusetts. And actually, we weren't flying. We got stuck. We had a ridiculously long delay because we were waiting for the pilot's chair to be fixed or something. It was like something ridiculous. And I was like feeling kind of nauseous and I was like a little bit worried that I was going to throw up. But I was like, I haven't thrown up in years. That's not going to happen. I just I don't think I'm going to. I was like kind of in denial. And then, of course, I like figured out that I was going to and did not have a bag. So threw up all over the chair next to me. Thankfully, my brother got up, but it got all over the luggage underneath the chair where my brother was sitting so this is the guy who was sitting behind us on the plane and this is the person that i want to give the pma award of the year to because he was the most like gracious and pleasant person in this situation that i think he possibly could have been because i like i apologized so much cuz i was like i'm so sorry that's so gross i'm sorry i ruined your luggage and he was like oh no it's like it makes the wait more interesting cuz we had been waiting on the plane for a long time by this point oh my goodness. and he was like i have a good story now so i was like wow like that's the best possible response i could get from the person whose luggage i just vomited on <laughs> and then so we were waiting in the back of the plane for them to like clean up the seat and everything And then the flight attendant came back to where we were standing and told this guy, like, it's all over your luggage and we're going to have to get you a new bag and take all your stuff out of your bag and put it in a different bag. And I was like, oh, no, like I ruined his suitcase and like all his stuff is probably ruined inside it. And I feel so bad. And so he left with the flight attendant 
And then he came back and I apologized again. He was like, oh, actually, they gave me a really nice new suitcase and I really needed a new one because my old one was like falling apart and they gave me a new one with tags. And I was like, oh, like I was just so impressed by how positive he was able to be during this whole situation. Like, I don't know if I would have been that positive if some stranger had thrown up on my luggage. Yeah, I'm sure I wouldn't have been. That's very impressive. Yeah. Props to him. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you to whoever you are that made my day a lot better than it could have been. It was still a terrible day, but it was much better than it would have been if he was like really upset about it and cranky. So thank you. And congratulations on winning our PMA Award of the Year. Yeah. That's <laughs> quite the feat. Oh, yes. That's awesome. Alrighty, so we're gonna give a little update on our resolutions that we talked about um, <clears throat> at the beginning of January. And it is now the beginning of February when we are recording this. It'll, well, yeah, it's coming out tomorrow-ish. So, it'll be the beginning of February when it comes out, too. Anyway, um, we're gonna give you a little update on these. It's been a month of seeing how they're going, um, kind of working on them. Um, and We'll each kind of give a little update of what, like, we'll remind you of what we were trying to accomplish for the new year and how it's going. So, Maria, would you like to start us off? Sure. So, my intention for 2018 is to embody the word strength, to keep it in mind as I go about my life and try to bring more strength into my day-to-day life. And I would say it's going pretty well so far. So first of all, in terms of physical strength, I've been working with a, with a physical therapist for a couple of months now, and she's helping with me with a whole bunch of stuff. And some of the things we're working on, of course, is strengthening. So we've been working on strengthening my core and my glutes and like working on some postural stuff because I tend to stand with my butt kind of stuck out behind me and it causes some issues. <laughs> so anyway. Um, I've been doing my exercises very regularly, which I'm very proud of. I feel like that's something that doesn't always happen after going to physical therapy. Like you feel inspired when you're in the office. You're like, I'm going to do my exercises every day and I'm going to get better. And then you go home and then just stop doing them after a few days. So I've been doing them, which I'm proud of. And I can actually feel myself getting stronger, which is exciting. I can, I can feel stronger muscles in the areas that I've been targeting. So that's good. That's like the best. And then as a result, it's helping my yeah, my back and neck pain and tension. So anyway, that's strength on the physical side. And then in terms of the more mental and emotional strength that I am hoping to cultivate more this year. I have been continuing to take forward steps in my art business which for me feels like an embodiment of strength because I feel like the art business is something that is scary to me like the whole idea of like owning a business and all the sort of nuts and bolts of how that works and trying to grow it just feels really scary and intimidating to me and there have been so many points where I 
think like, like, do I really want to do this? Is this too much work? Am I cut out for this? Like, should I even keep going? And I have continued moving forward with it, even though I'm scared, which I feel like is a sign of strength, that I am cultivating strength. So, so I'd say it's going pretty well. How are your New Year's resolutions going, Anna? Um, they're going pretty well. Yeah. So my resolutions at the beginning of this year um, were, they were less like concrete and more, well, I don't know. That's not exactly true. Um, But a lot of it was like working on different like emotional and mental things for me rather than like, I'm going to like do this every day. There are some things though that I've been doing to like help myself get to those places um, and have been doing every day. But that wasn't, like, necessarily, like, my resolution. I don't know. It, there were kind of, like, little things that I wanted to do to kind of help improve my mental state and living presently. So some things that I have been successful with is that I have meditated every day this year, which um has been really exciting for me because I've always wanted to do it and I've never, like, started doing it regularly. Um, I'm still working on kind of, like, getting better at it and being completely focused when I'm doing it. Um, but I'm doing it every day and I'm making time for it. So right now that's the most important thing for me. Um, I've also been journaling. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. So that's exciting. Um, I have been journaling more, which is good. What, like, that was one of the big things that I wanted to do for my resolutions because I kind of started doing some reflections like in the morning and in the evening to kind of like keep me centered and remind me of things that I want to be working on. Um, I think I'm going to adjust those a little bit from doing them for a month and thinking about what they're doing for me. And one of those reasons is just to kind of like keep it fresh for me and like have it still mean something, but also because um, it takes up a lot of time and I think there's ways that I could cut it down and that would be more effective for me. So, but I still am doing that, which is good. Um some things that I want to do better at are, um, one, well, one of my goals was to read, um, for free time, like, every night, which hasn't necessarily been happening. I've been, I have read more than I usually do this year so far, so that's good. But I would like to make it more of, like, a regular habit than, like, a big section of time on the weekends or something just to do it. So I'm working on that. Um. And the meditation thing has been really good for my mental strength, but there have also been, like, some other hard stuff that I've been dealing with, especially in, like, the past week or two. So I'm trying to work on that. I mean, new things crop up, and you have to adjust your resolutions and how you're going to get there. So I'm kind of reassessing with that. But I don't know. I It's kind of nice to be able to look at the things that I'm doing um and see how they're working for me and not have them be like you need to do this every day but rather look at it and kind of decide what you need to change about it and what you need to keep constant so that's been kind of freeing for me and it's been a good way for me to be able to keep following my resolutions i guess but i'm definitely going to think more about them and how i can keep being better at at doing what i want to be doing and maybe like adding some things here and there too yeah I like that, that you're kind of evaluating as you go along, too, and not just sticking to 
something you decided you were going to do at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Just because you decided. Right. Like, I really like your idea of embodying one word. I have been, like, in my journal practice that I said I was going to kind of, like, consolidate, I've been trying to do, like, how was I kind today? And how was I this today? And blah, blah, blah. And, like, a whole list of things. But when you have so many, it's hard to, like, focus on just one and improve that. Mm -hmm. And so I think I might kind of start going towards something that, like, you're doing in regards to using, embodying one word or attribute. So, again, it's good to change Mm -hmm. it up if you need to. Yeah, definitely. We've also talked a lot about our creative projects in previous episodes. So I would like to know, Anna, what are you up to creatively these days? Any projects you're working on? So, I am working on some creative projects. I Most of them have been in the realm of creative writing, which is, um, that's actually exciting for me because I haven't been doing that as much as I've wanted to lately, and I have been working on it more. I wrote a short story in like two days this past weekend. Because I wanted to submit it to a contest that's part of like Midwest Liberal Arts Colleges. So I submitted it to that. I would not uh, recommend writing short stories that you're going to submit somewhere in two days. This is like the second time I've done that. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I did it. So I'm I'm, like happy that I was able to do it Um, and that I even if like it doesn't gain any sort of recognition like the fact that i pushed myself to write something and that i haven't been writing for a while was important for me so i'm feeling good about that um even though i haven't been necessarily writing every day i have been coming up with some story ideas um which is important for me because sometimes that's like the hardest part for me and so i have been getting ideas which is good so i've been writing some of those down um but i have not been doing as much like um i've I've been wanting to work more on crocheting, and I haven't made time for that. Um, so there's some other things that I would like to to put into my schedule, but I only have so much time to work on so many things. But I, I am really happy that I've been working this more is on true. writing. <laughs> yeah. That's, like, something that I'm, yeah. that I'm always working on. Yeah, that's on. exciting. Yeah. How about you, Maria? So I've been working some on writing and some on drawing. I've been writing this children's book that I've mentioned before. I joined a writing group with the intention of having a dedicated hour every week to work on this book. And it's been really helpful. So I have kind of a good stack of poems now to start with. I don't really know exactly how I how many I want to include in the book, but I feel like I have a good kind of selection now and I'm going to keep writing some and it's a good start for the book that I want to put out there sometime. And then I recently released a collection of Valentine's Day cards in my Etsy shop, and I wrote a blog post about them, too. They're really cute. penguin and pigs and radishes. Thank you. I was quite pleased with how they turned out. So that was Mm -hmm. fun. And I've been selling in craft fairs a little bit. So I sold in two the end of 2017. That was the first time I had done that. So that was kind of a new creative project for me. A new project within my creative business. And then I have another one coming up at the beginning of 
March. So, and this one is a little bit bigger. So, it's growing. My art business is slowly growing. Do you have any college updates for us, Anna? I know we've talked about starting college. We had an episode about that. And then we've mentioned being a freshman in college a few times over the course of the podcast so far. What's up with that? Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I'm sure you guys don't really pick up on all that's happening. Well, because I like, this is something that I get to do every week and it's kind of like apart from my college life. So none of that really like comes through here necessarily. I feel like, um, but it is, it is happening very much happening. So, (laughs) um, college has been good. I really, I really enjoy where I'm going to school. Like I'm, I'm pretty happy with where I picked to go to school. I have a really great group of friends that I've, that I've made. Um, and that's like made a huge difference for me. Um, and I know it's like not always the case for people to make friends that fast. Like some people don't find their best friends till like sophomore year or whatever. So I'm really grateful that I found people who I could connect with. Um, and that's definitely made things easier because the first couple weeks or the first month or so were definitely really hard because I felt like I wasn't meeting enough people. Um, so if you are in college or you're going to start college and you're worried about the friend thing, um, it will happen. Like there's going to be someone at your school that you'll be able to connect with, but it might take a while to find them and it might not. Um, but until it does find other things that you really enjoy to focus on, um, that you can kind of still put focus into and kind of still get something out of your experience. Um, in regards to like adjustment and change and stuff, I have a lot of mixed feelings about this. I, I mean, because college is so like, it's such like an abrupt change in your life. Like you used to live at home for 18 years and like, now you don't. And you used to do this every day and now you can't go to those places. Like it's, um, it's, it's like a huge change. It's very immersive. Um, the thing that I've liked about it is that like, I was definitely ready for something new. So it's been nice to have all these new things because it's been this experience that I've never had anything like it before. Um, and I am enjoying it. And so it's nice to be able to, um, like have this new thing that I'm doing and kind of start something new in my life. Um, what's been hard about it is kind of reconciling with, um, time, I guess. Like I've been thinking a lot about like, like what you're leaving behind as a kid and like what you're going towards in the future. Like college is kind of a weird transition period between those two things. Um, It's like right now I'm at home on a break. I'm going back this afternoon to school. Um, And like, it's kind of hard to be at home, which is weird. Like, I would never think that that would be the case. Um, But like, there's so many memories at home. But when you do come home, it's like not quite the same. And um, also like home is where like high school happened. And as much as high school was fun, high school was really hard. And sometimes it's nice to be able to go back to this new place where I don't have all like these old memories from. Um, and so like, I definitely have mixed feelings in regards to that. And I'm still kind of like figuring that out. Um, so there's a lot to think about. I mean, especially because the first semester was so much of an adjust, excuse me, an adjustment. I was mostly focusing on just like getting through all that. 
But now I have like a little more time to think about like what I'm getting out of this experience and um, like what I want my like everyday life to be like now um, that I have time to kind of figure that out and not spend as much time on just like getting through the first semester. So I think things are going to continually keep changing and things are always going to pop up that are difficult. But um, there are always resources for you wherever you go to school too. And I like, that's been helpful for me too, knowing that there's resources that I can go to if things are difficult. Um, but yeah, overall it's been a good experience, but there's been just like a lot to think about and reconcile with, I guess that has been on my mind recently that I will uh, continue to keep you updated on. If I glean Sounds any <laughs> nuggets of wisdom, but that has been my experience thus far, but overall, like day by day, I really enjoy college thus far. Like, I really like the people I'm spending time with, the things that I'm doing. It's been really nice to be able to try new activities. Um, I was, I think I talked about this a little bit earlier on the podcast about how, like, in high school, you're this one person, but then in college, like, no one really cares about what you did in high school anymore. So you can kind of, which is like almost frustrating when you get there, but once you accept it, then you can explore all these new things. And so that's been really cool for me because I've definitely found like some new interests and new things that I want to explore, which is really exciting. Um and this is like a really good time to do that. So that part of it I've also really, really enjoyed. Yeah. That was kind of a nice. lot. But... I'm glad that you're having such a positive experience. Yeah. It's good. It's good. And what about you, Maria? What about your yeah. post college life update? The post-college life. Yeah, any new Well, I, I also feel like I'm in a weird state of transition, which we've talked about this a little bit before, how starting college and then kind of the beginning of, like, quote-unquote real adulthood after college have some similarities in that they're these kind of somewhat murky transition periods. So, anyway, I, we talked a lot in our episode on specifically about the post-college period, we talked kind of about enjoying the process instead of trying to like get to the perfect career and the perfect living situation and the perfect community and everything that you want for yourself as an adult. We talked about kind of just taking the right next step and trusting in the process and trying to be grateful for what, is happening around you at the moment and enjoying that. So I have been trying to focus on that, to focus on what I'm grateful for about my current situation and trying to take little steps that bring me in the right direction and not necessarily worrying too much about like, well, is this experience going to lead to my dream career? And like, what even is that? How do I define what my perfect role is or whatever i've been trying to think more just about like do i enjoy doing this now does it feel right in the moment am i getting something out of it and that has been definitely more helpful i think it's a healthier mindset a less anxiety provoking mindset to have um so i've been doing things instead of trying to figure out necessarily what my perfect situation is I've been taking steps like 
moving my business in the direction that I wanted to go, like growing it a little bit more, even though I don't know necessarily where I want it to end up. I'm trying to do things that are interesting now and are helping it grow right now. Um, I'm trying to reach out to people that I think have interesting jobs and learn about their jobs and learn from them. Um, I'm trying to enjoy just where I am now in general. So, which, which is challenging because as we talked about before, there's this idea that you, you just want to like get where you're going and you're used to kind of having some sort of end point in mind when you're in school and then that's kind of taken away when you're out of school and you don't have the, like the next thing to prepare for. So, so I think finding joy in the present moment as much as possible has been helpful. Yeah. I'm really glad you said that. Like I've been working on that too. I think that's important, like no matter what stage of life you're in, but especially like I'm the point that you made about Mm -hmm. how like school trains you to like focus on deadlines and graduation dates and stuff. But like when you get out of that, it's not really there anymore. And like, you kind of have to decide what you want your life to look like. But I think it is more important to just decide like what each moment is going to look like, because that is kind of like what makes up your life. So I like that mindset. Also, Along the same lines as that, um, a YouTuber that I really enjoy watching, um, his name is Nathan Zed, released a video on this earlier this week um, that I think is really interesting that I we can link to in the show notes. Um, but he talks about how there's this notion that we all need to be like successful by 25, and <clears throat> that if we're not, then we're like lagging behind or whatever, and that we need to like get to, like we need to like quote unquote make it, <clears throat> but. Essentially, like, life is only... And I'm 25 Right, now, like, so. <laughs> essentially, life is only, like, hmm. moments that you're living each day, and that if, like, you can just make those good as much as possible and enjoy what you're doing each day, then that'll make up a good life no matter what you're doing, which I think is really important. But yeah, I'll, I'll link to that video in the show notes. It's really funny, but it's also really... Okay, yeah. ...really insightful as well. Yeah. Nice. Another thing that I'm thinking about, which I, like, kind of touched on, is trying to think about growth, my experiences in terms of growth. Like maybe this is not ultimately what I want to be doing or where I want to be, but thinking about like, what am I going to learn from this experience? How am I going to grow from this experience in a direction that feels positive or bigger? So. Definitely. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Okay, and for our last little update, we want to kind of talk about just in general, like, what we've gotten out of the podcasting experience so far. Um, We've kind of been doing, well, we have been doing this essentially independently, um, and it's working out so far, but we've also gotten some insights from what we've been doing. So, Marie, do you want to talk about your experience in making the podcast? Yeah. So. I think, well, one of the things that I have really enjoyed about having a podcast is just that I'm staying in touch with you more often, mm-hmm. which is nice yeah. since I don't get to see you in person very much since we live in different places. So that's cool. And I'm also enjoying get to getting to talk to guests that I wouldn't necessarily mm-hmm. otherwise 
make as much of an effort to talk to, which maybe I should just outside of the podcast anyway. That's a separate issue. But it's been really nice to sit down and have these long, interesting conversations, both with you and with the guests that we bring on. And I think it's been really nice to have a space for these kind of more thoughtful, longer conversations in my post-college phase of life, because I feel like these kinds of conversations, maybe not exactly the kinds that we're having, but like thought-provoking conversations are more likely to happen in a college setting. Mm -hmm. At least that's my experience. Like, I really missed that, even though I was not super into discussion-based classes. I still, after I got out of college, I missed the chance to have interesting, thoughtful discussions with smart, interesting people. Uh, I have so- not that there aren't smart, interesting people around, but I just don't necessarily have the opportunity to sit down and talk to them yeah for a while well i have so many interesting conversations like just with my friends like at the dinner table like more often than not um yes and that too yeah so from that perspective as well yeah college is a place where that happens more often i think or is more conducive to conversations like yeah that. well i think you're in a setting where you there are a lot of kind of un planned get togethers because you just run into people that you know at random places and then you happen to have an hour-long really interesting conversation about something right. um and i feel like that doesn't really happen as much outside of college because you're kind of everyone's kind of doing their own thing you're not living in community as much and you're not all necessarily going through the same kinds of things so this has been a nice space for that kind of thing to yeah, happen for sure for me definitely what about you anna um i again i really enjoyed the aspect of just like keeping in touch with you um i think like we really want to build a community around this podcast and get to know listeners and reach out to other people but it's also just like a really great experience for us as hosts to be able to have conversations like this and learn from each other um and i recently wrote a blog post for um my high school's writing center that I was a part of while I was in um, high school. Um, And I wrote a blog post about um, my experience with the podcast. One of the things that I talked about was um, having good conversations. Like the podcast is really teaching me to be able to have conversations with people, I think, um, because I do it on a weekly basis. And especially now when good conversations are hard to come by, I think that's really important. So it's really nice to be able to have a space where I can talk to you, Maria, and we can gain insights and have it be constructive rather than uh, rather than we are getting argumentative or anything like that. So that's been really, really nice for me. Mm-hmm. I agree. One other thing that I've gotten out of the podcast is I think it's helped me with sort of getting over my perfectionism to some extent just because the nature of a podcast it's you like do it and then it's out there and it's imperfect and that's something that we're going to talk about more next week because our next episode is actually going to be on perfectionism so i'll save i'll save the details for that but i'll just say that the podcast has been very helpful to me 
in terms of my perfectionism and how I relate to it. For sure. Yeah, that's a really good point. I mean, you can tell by, well, depends if we edit this out, but all the times that we uh, like have not been able to talk today. <laughs> we you know it's fine we screw up you could but you can only edit out so much you have to have some content yeah yeah so yeah yeah i like that you said that and we don't have the time to spend hours and hours recording every time so yeah exactly so it is it is what it is yeah we hope you like it (laughs) (laughs) let us know And speaking of whether you like it or not, our call to action for you this week is for you to let us know what your favorite episode or topic has been so far. We would really like to know what you are enjoying hearing, not only what we are enjoying talking about, but what what have you really liked hearing about a full episode or a particular part of an episode that you liked, a guest that you liked hearing from, and what would you like to see more of in the future? Let us know. So we can create yeah. good episodes for you. Yeah. And just like get in touch with us in general. We just really want to hear from you guys. And we'll 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 give our, our contact information in the credits this week. Yes. Fabulous. And do you have a quote for us today, Anna? I do have a quote for us. Um it it may seem like a little weirdly placed but i will explain why i chose this quote so (laughs) (laughs) the quote that i chose is from do zantamata i don't know if i pronounced that right but i hope it did um and the quote is taking time to do nothing often brings everything into perspective um which like seems a little weird for this episode because we've been talking about all the things we have been doing um but i think (laughs) why okay why i chose this quote is because um as much as we're trying to do all these things and accomplish all these things what we've also been doing this episode is just like checking in with ourselves and making sure we are at a place that we're comfortable and satisfied with um and that we're doing good work on this podcast that our listeners enjoy um and i think taking time to just like sit down and take a break from things as like amidst all the accomplishments that you are doing does really enable you to kind of consider everything in the big picture and um just make sure that like you're doing okay um and that things are going in a way that is not perfect necessarily but um is in a way that you're relatively satisfied with and that if it's not then you can take steps to change it but i think as much as it's good to be able to do all these accomplishments that we're interested in doing. Um, it's also important to take time to just not do anything and just relax a little bit once in a while, because that also can help us gain insight, not just all the doing, but also the absence of doing as well. Hmm. Yeah. I like that. I think it's really important to take moments to reflect on what you have already done and just how you are not even what you're doing and not not always to get too caught up in the future all the things that we want to discuss on the podcast or all the projects we want to accomplish but take a moment to reflect on what we've already done and what we've already experienced and 
how we're doing right now. So thank you for that quote, Anna. You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining us this week, and please tune in next week for a discussion on perfectionism. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, and please leave a review on iTunes. We love to hear your feedback. You can find show notes for this episode at mariacatherine.com slash podcast slash 023, and Catherine is spelled K-A-T-H-A-R-I-N-E. Please get in touch with us. You can email us at neverwearboringsocks at gmail.com and find us on social media. Our Facebook and Instagram is neverwearboringsocks and our Twitter is noboringsocks. Thank you so much to Ben Ramsey, the cheese beast, for doing our audio editing and to him and Martha Barnard for all the help on our music. Thank you so much for listening this week and for being a part of our little sock podcast family. And until next week... Never wear boring socks.